Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Paid in Full Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Rausch, and this is episode number 13, and uh, and we're back. So um, I've taken the last several weeks off of the podcast. Obviously, the state of the world has changed uh, since the brutal and racist killing of George Floyd. And, uh, and not just George, but the generations of uh, disgusting racist killings of black people that happen in this country. Um, it's gone on way too long, and it happens way too often with no real change. And during this time, um, I needed to, t- to take a step back as a white person who, you know, I, I have black family members, I have black friends, I have a black community, I have black listeners. And I needed to take a step back to put all my time and attention and focus, not to just stand in solidarity, but to take action for this change. And that's, uh, that's really where, what, what I've been doing. If you've been following some of the stuff I've been posting on social media, um, this is uh, an incredibly important topic to me. Uh, it's very close to my heart. And um, it's a white issue. And so if I wasn't at the forefront of it to make change, then um, I'm not doing, you know, I'm not taking on the responsibility and I'm not doing my part. So that's, uh, yeah, that, that's where I've been at. And um, I'll share with you some of the things that uh, going forward um, that I'll be participating in and doing to uplift the black community um, and push for change as, uh, as we continue down and, and hopefully see some shift in this that is so necessary. And obviously, uh, obviously someone who's um, experienced and, and benefited from white privilege, I can only say that um, action is, is going to speak the loudest. It's going to speak much larger than, you know, awareness and Instagram posts, but action in the uncomfortable conversations. Um, but using my privilege to make change and the best thing that I can do personally and directly for this is really give my superpower to, uh, this revolution. And my superpower comes from, you know, the music industry and, and education and everything that this is, this is my community. This is where my entire life has been. This is what I've done. So the things that I'm the best at and the stuff that I know and, and what I'm an expert at and what I've dedicated so much time and have experience in is the music industry. So things that I want to do first off is one, I'm raising a fund to help black artists, musicians, singers, performers, producers, people aspiring to be in the music industry, to work in the music industry. Um, I'm uh, building a fund and fundraising to... Uh, give financial contributions. So uh, if you want to pl- apply and participate in that, you can go to paidinfullpodcast.com and uh, you can click to, uh, there's a section where you can click and apply and fill out a form. And uh, I'll be reaching out to you uh, to, to make that happen. And if you want to donate, it, you can uh, donate as well through the website. Again, it's paidinfullpodcast.com. So that's the first step. The second step is I'm going to be offering free 30-minute coaching sessions. Uh, some of you guys listening, uh, you know, I've, I've done some coaching sessions already, and some of you guys listening have, uh, have participated, and, and I welcome it. I love it. I, I love talking to you guys. 
Um, you spark the energy in me and I, in what I can do to give back to that and help with your career, uh, just career advice, education, focusing on things, helping you guys navigate this industry. Um, whatever I can do and whatever guidance I can provide from the experiences that I have and, and the knowledge that I've gained, uh, I want to share with you and help support you directly. So please, you can go to uh, book time on my calendar. I'm doing it on the weekends. So um, again, you can do that through the website. Book some time with me. Let's chat. And um, I'm happy to talk. I'm happy to, to give all that I can. So uh, I encourage you guys to do that as well. All right. So those are the first two things. Um, this is going to be, obviously, it's a journey for me. Uh, it's something I'm committing to 100% and uh, it's, it's a lifetime thing. So uh, this is just the, the first of it, all right? But uh, to my black community, um, I love you guys, and uh, I'm here for you in every way that I possibly can be. So um, let, let, let's, let's, let's get some change. And, uh, and white people, you, you guys have to be the leaders of this too. Uh, this is, again, this is a white issue, and uh, we need to be the ones that are responsible for making this systemic racism stop and uh, start putting attention, time, money, efforts into the black community. Okay. So, and, and, and a lot of that too, and, and, you know, I'm not taking this whole episode to talk about this, but a lot of that too is also understanding your blind spots as well. So continue to educate yourself, white people, um, have conversations, uh, research, read, do whatever you can, participate, but educate yourself and realize that you have racism in you and um, being a product of this country and you have to fight and work to be anti-racist. That takes effort, that takes education, and uh, it takes action. So I encourage you guys to, um, to do that. All right. So um, today, uh, you know, as we're back in this, uh, and, and forgive me, you know, I'm, I'm kind of going off the cuff here, but Today, as, as I've taken a break, I'm going to take this episode to uh, just recap a bit about what we have been talking about and how to apply some of the things I've been uh, focusing on in prior episodes. As uh, It's been really, you know, really educational, but I want to start putting some of this stuff together for you guys. So this is going to be sort of a checklist. Uh, this is what this episode is going to be focusing on, really a checklist for those independent artists who... Uh, you know, if you're an independent artist and you write your own songs, you release your own music, I'm going to go through uh, and kind of build this little checklist with you guys so you know all the steps that you need to take to ensure you're covered, your songs are protected, and you're in a place to receive all your royalties. A lot of what I talk about, especially in my coaching sessions, is building your foundation. I don't care if you release music and you have 10 streams on Spotify or a million streams on Spotify. Um, the point is, is that you have to build your foundation for it to grow. And someone who, you know, I, I built a business from the ground up. Uh, the first step was writing the, the company name on a notepad and I built it into a very successful publishing company. And the best thing that I can say is that like any business, like anything you do, you're not going to get there from day one, you got to treat every day like day one. 
And you have to focus your attention in the beginning into the foundation. That's what you have to invest in. Because if you're going to build a house, uh, a, a mansion, if you're going to build something very large, it has to be standing on a strong foundation. So once you guys can get everything in place and you're continuing to release music and put out music, um, as you start getting you know, more success and start seeing the numbers go up and start seeing the dollars go up, you're going to be in a place to take full advantage of that to the maximum. What Where so many artists don't focus on is their foundation. They want to try to get big first. They just put stuff out. They don't really care about the business aspect and and it because it's it's hard it's complicated it, it's there's a lot of different steps but during that process you're missing out and then once you do gain success you lose leverage because you've already missed out that could be leverage in deals um and especially in an independent space where now we have so much uh, so many tools to empower ourselves and take and take advantage of you can build an independent uh career um, by yourself, you don't need the big label. You don't need a big advance these days, and uh, that becomes a lot more clear the more you invest in your own career. And uh, we have a lot of tools to make it happen. The world is is you know it changes so much with technology and the way we discover music. So this is about investing in your foundation, and uh, I'll walk you through the necessary steps to take uh, to to make sure you guys are covered. All right, uh, sorry for the little bit <laughs> bit of rambling here. Um, uh, getting into this, but uh, I just wanted to really emphasize that. So let's get to it, and uh, we're going to walk through, okay? So again, this is if you're an independent artist, and if you're one that writes your songs, so you write your own uh, lyrics, or you write music, uh, and you record it. So some examples of the of, of those that I'm talking to. One, let's say you're a uh, you're a singer, and you write all your lyrics, and um, you you know you also make the music. So maybe you, you do all the music, and you write all the lyrics, and you record everything. That's prime example. Another example is maybe you're a rapper, and um, you write the lyrics, but you work with a producer, and they do the music. So you guys collaborate. You you know get a beat. Maybe you get it from Beat Stars, or uh, maybe you work with a friend who makes beats. Maybe you uh, work with several people who make beats. Um, you write the lyrics, you record, they make the music. That's another example. It's about releasing it independently and writing your own stuff. So, because, uh, and I, I want to kind of emphasize that because in so many of the past episodes, you know, I always talk about songwriters separately, artists separately, um, even though you guys can be the same person. So in what I'm walking through is going to have a lot of different kind of scenarios, but this will help cover the full scope of both songwriters and artists. So first step, let's take it back to copyright. Now, and a lot of this stuff, why I wanted to do this kind of episode, just a, a little bit of back is because um, I get these questions a lot in the coaching sessions that I've been doing of kind of where to start. So the first step is copyright. Now you want to protect your music. So when you write a song uh, or you write several songs and you're going to release those songs, go to the copyright website at uh, www.copyright.gov. That's uh, copyright.gov and register your songs as a songwriter, your musical compositions. They're going to be called works of the performing art. You want to register your musical compositions. This is the publishing side as a songwriter. So if you wrote lyrics, register your song. This is what it's about. If you, um, you know, wrote lyrics and music or you work with somebody, 
you guys need to register your songs together and make sure that they are registered with the copyright office because this is how you're going to protect your songs. Now, I will say, if there are samples in your music, you have to get those samples cleared before you can do this because samples means you're using somebody else's copyrighted material in your work. But if it's all original music and all original lyrics, copyright it. I promise you this is such an important part. This will protect your songs. This is a necessary step whenever you're doing deals. Um, And these are your assets. Think of them like little houses. Think of each song like a little piece of property. And the way to protect this property is registering them with the copyright office. So uh, there is a fee involved. Um, they I, And there's, I, I forget exactly what they just increased the fee to. It used to be $55. I think it's a little bit more now. But you can do them as a collection. So you can do, um, and there's, there's ways to go over it. And if you need some help, listen back to the copyright episode where I break down Uh, exactly how to copyright your songs. I'll also be doing a webinar about this uh, in the coming weeks as well. So um, that'll be great too. And you could participate in that. But um, yeah, so copyright your songs. That's really, really step one. Uh, If you don't do it, the, the, the drawback is that you're just kind of leaving yourself open to somebody um, using your music without permission, stealing your music. You really don't have protection. And where I've seen this go, go wrong is especially with like producers who make their own beats uh, using like, you know, original music and then their beat gets used or stolen by another artist or one of their ideas that they wrote gets used in another song and they didn't protect it and they can't really enforce that they were one of the original creators. So, uh, and this happens all the time. It's just like a product of it. Sometimes it's lyrics. Sometimes it's, it's choruses. Um, sometimes it's melodies. So there's a lot of things that, uh, you know, if they're heard by somebody else or ideas that you have that, you know, with music or things that you've created that get used by other people, the way you want to protect it is registering with the copyright office. That's how you're going to be able to enforce your copyright, uh, you know, law, uh, your, your copyright rights that you get. Um, you have to do that. So that, that's really the only way to enforce it. So make sure you're protected. And step one is always going to the copyright office to make sure your songs are registered. That's step one on the checklist, okay? And uh, if you need help with that, just DM me or, or reach out and I'll, I'll walk you through it. We'll, we'll do a session on it. So number two, again, for songwriters, uh, this is gonna be uh, affiliate with either ASCAP or BMI. If you're an independent songwriter, because uh, those are, those are both public organizations where you can um, you know you can just join. Uh, it's unlike CSAC or GMR, which are private organizations, and uh, you need to be invited to. So I would suggest uh, ASCAP and BMI. People are like, what are the pros and cons of each? I've done episodes about this. Um, I, I'll probably dive in a little bit more about it, but at the end of the day, I've seen. Uh, people, I've represented people at both. Uh, I've been affiliated. Uh, I've been an affiliated publisher at both, um, and they're they're both great companies in many ways. They they do some things differently. Some things are kind of the same, but it really depends on your preference. I would always suggest talking to people there, uh, getting information, see which one might be best for your career and where you feel um, you want to go. You know, uh, which one you want to be a part of. But 
that's the second step on your checklist is before you do anything, make sure you're affiliated with one of the performance rights organizations as a songwriter. So, uh, and I want you to affiliate as a writer. You can, you'll create two different accounts. One's going to be a writer account and one's going to be a publisher account. You have to do this separately. Most people only affiliate as a writer because with ASCAP, um, it's, it's like $50 and BMI, it's free. I've seen a lot of people just do it with BMI because it's free and they want to avoid any cost. But you only do the writer side. You got to do the publishing side. It's so important. And um, when you do that, you establish your publishing entity. And when you establish your publishing entity, that's where you start to pick your publisher name. Uh, and you know, again, go back to past episodes and listen to kind of how this is all break, broken down and why it's important. But Make sure you affiliate as a writer and a publisher. They're going to ask, you know, when you go to the ABSCAP website or BMI website and you get asked to join, join as both. Uh, the fee for ASCAP, it's $50 for the writer, $50 for the publisher. With BMI, it's free for the writer. It's $150 for the publishing side um, if you're an individual or a sole proprietor. Another thing, you don't need to set up a corporate entity uh, right now. Uh, if you're a songwriter, if you're, if you're not like setting up an official like publishing company where you're going to sign people. But if you're an individual or sole proprietor and you want to set up your publishing entity name, you don't need to set up a separate LLC or, or a corporation or things like that if you're just an individual um, slash sole proprietor. So don't worry about the, the corporate structure at this point. I just encourage you to join as, a, uh, as both a writer and publisher, set up your account and begin to register your songs. Um, you, it, you think of it like the DMV. When you register your songs with the, the PROs, it's kind of uh, you're putting them in this system to be represented, uh, especially if they're released out in the public because they're gaining performance income. So if you have songs released and you're not affiliated with ASCAP or BMI, then you're not getting your performance income. And that's it. One thing to know this is very different from copyright. When you when you register your songs with ASCAP or BMI, you are not protecting your uh, songs under copyright. That only happens when you go to the copyright office. That's why this is step number two. So step one, copyright office. Step two, ASCAP and BMI. All right. Also, again, with samples, because I get this question all the time, you unless the sample has been cleared legally, you cannot register your songs with a sample in them. That's infringement. You are infringing on somebody's rights. So if you do have samples, make sure to get those samples cleared. And I'll be talking about that in a, in a later episode as well. But for the purpose of today, step one, copyright. Step two, PRO. Now, if you are a, uh, again, this is just to cover the publishing side. So this is for write, uh, songwriters. Now to make sure you're collecting all of your publishing royalties. If you go to ASCAP and BMI, that just is one publishing royalty. That's only the performance royalty. This is They don't collect mechanicals. They don't collect your digital streaming income. They don't collect print income. They don't collect lyric income. All the, They don't collect sync income. All these other types of income that exist in the publishing world globally don't go through ASCAP and BMI. They're only collecting your performance income. So how do you collect the rest of it? Well, uh, you can try to do it directly, um, but it's, it's very challenging to do that. 
So my best suggestion is setting yourself up with a publishing administration company. And some of examples of these uh, are SongTrust, which uh, I, I'm sure you guys have heard of. Um, I've had a lot of you guys uh, ask me questions about them. So SongTrust is a publishing administration company. Centric Music Publishing is also one. Uh, you can also opt in with TuneCore, uh, with their TuneCore Publishing. Or if uh, you distribute your music with CD Baby, they also offer a publishing administration service to represent your publishing side. So when you, um, when you sign up with one of these companies, that means they're going to basically administer your publishing rights uh, all around the world and they'll collect all your income. I really suggest you do this because it's, like I said, it's challenging to do it directly on your own to try to get all your publishing income. And I'd rather you guys spend your time creating music because that's what you're doing best. Um, be educated about what, what publishing is and know what's out there. But to actually do the administrative work, you can sign up with a the company. They do take a commission. And uh, some of them, are, you know, like I know like SongTrust, um, they make you pay an upfront fee as well. I, think, I believe it's $100. And, um, but if, sign up with one of these companies and you can do your research with each one. Um, there's you know, a lot of people have joined them, but I think they're, you know, until you can get a proper you know, large-scale publishing deal or administration deal with a, a major company or an independent company, I suggest going through a service company like one of these to start if you are not currently collecting your publishing income and you don't have, you know, music publishers offering you a deal right now. So it's kind of a good like interim way to make sure that nothing is being left on the table. And these services are, are, are great for independent songwriters. Um, you know, they, they're, they're just a way to make sure that whatever is out there, they'll collect it for you. So I, I encourage you guys uh, as songwriters to make sure that you're uh, definitely joining one of these companies. Okay. So number one, copyright. Number two, ASCAP BMI. Number three, Song Trust, Centric Music Publishing, TuneCore Publishing, CD Baby Publishing, um, or any other administrative service that may be out there that handles your publishing income. That will give you a good grasp of making sure you're covered on the music publishing side. So check off those boxes and that's a great way to start building your foundation and knowing, okay, my publishing is taken care of. My songs are protected. I'm affiliated with the PRO and I have an administration company collecting all my royalties that are out there for publishing. Boom, you're done. Now, the next thing you guys need to do, we're shifting gears here now to the artist side. So again, publishing and recordings are very, very different. So we just covered publishing. Now this is if you record music, if you own masters, if you are a recording artist who's releasing your music independently. Um, if you're just a songwriter and you're not the one releasing music, say you wrote a song for somebody else or um, you wrote some music that someone did, but you don't own uh, any part of the master recording, then this won't apply for you. So this is just, you know, again, if you own your own masters, if you are the one recording the music, uh, the artist that's recording the music, this is going to be for you. So first thing you obviously do is you distribute your music. And that's with companies like DistroKid or TuneCore. Um, this is what we've seen a lot with, uh, you know, United Masters, um, there's, you know, di different distribution companies out there. So 
if you distribute your music, you're, this is on the master side only, and the money that you're getting is for the master side. It's royalties for basically the sales, the streams of that music. So that's one side of your master income. So set yourself up with one of these distribution companies and that'll cover uh, your distribution and make sure your royalties are coming to you for the master. Now, so that's, that's checkbox number four and it's kind of self-explanatory and you, you guys know this because most of you guys are doing this and a lot of you actually only doing this. Uh, a lot of people I've talked to, I'm like, hey, tell me about your royalty world. They're like, well, I have, a, I, I have music out through DistroKid and that's where I get all my royalties. I'm like, mm, are you with ASCAP? No. Are you, you know, with SongTrust or, you know, Centric? Are you collecting publishing? No. So most of the most of the time you're only doing the distribution part. But remember, this is only one sliver of uh, your total kind of royalty world. So uh, but make sure those royalties are coming to you properly. Make sure you, your distribution company is paying you out properly. They're paying you on all the songs uh, and that money is coming through. Take a look at those statements. Really, really important. So again, number one, copyright. Number two, ASCAP BMI. Number three, Song Trust, Centric, TuneCore Publishing, get a publishing administrator. And uh, number four, distribution now on the master side. Now, once you have that in place, the fifth place you're going to go to is Sound Exchange. Sound Exchange is also talking about master side royalties. So these are not publishing royalties, these are master royalties. Sound Exchange is a place where they collect digital uh, royalties, digital performance royalties for basically non-interactive streaming, which means kind of like digital radio, like Pandora or Sirius Radio, um, Sirius Satellite Radio. So that, and there's thousands, a lot that you don't even know of, thousands of digital radio companies uh, and services out there that are playing your music that you may not even know of, but you may have royalties there for you that you have just no clue about. So sign up with Sound Exchange. You can do this if you're a featured artist, which is a featured performer, or you can do it as a master owner, or you should do them as both. If you own your own masters and you're also the recording artist, you're the performer, you should be registering as both the featured performer and the sound recording owner. Also, producers, you're entitled to a percentage as well. You're entitled to 5%. Uh, Usually, it comes from the the feature performer side, and I talk about this in this sound exchange episode. But producers, make sure you're taking the necessary steps to get the royalties that are owed to you as well, um, and and collect your sound exchange money. All right. So those are the the uh, on the master side. Those are the two main places for right now where you can be getting uh, master royalties. Now another kind of royalty that uh, I haven't talked about yet, and uh, I'll be doing a a separate episode about this, but it's performance royalties that come from uh, SAG-AFTRA. It's the SAG-AFTRA fund. These are also sound recording royalties, and these are for musicians, like session musicians or vocalists, people who participated on the track, but you're not the performer, you're not the artist, um, or you're not the master owner. But you still can be entitled to royalties if you're listed and credited as a session musician, someone who participated in, in the instrumentation, who performed on the track as a musician. 
um, or a vocalist. So I encourage you to check if you have money there. Think of it like a bag of money, this fund that's kind of sitting there and you have to go claim your money. So uh, you can go to, it's the, the website is AFM, SAG, S-A-G, AFTRA, A-F-T-R-A, fund, F-U-N-D, dot org, and uh, check it out there. They have a lot of resources to talk to you about this. I'll be going over it all in a later episode, but that's kind of a, a last thing to put on your checklist if you're a session musician or a vocalist. So those are the uh, the kind of the the checklist to go through. Are are you looking at all the places? Are you are you affiliated with all these places? This is a great way to build your foundation. Again, just to recap, we start with the copyright. That's at uh, copyright.gov. Uh, then go to either ASCAP or BMI. Do your research. See who you want to affiliate with. Then pick a publishing administration service company like SongTrust or Centric, TuneCore, CD Baby, or anyone else that's out there. Um, or you could even pursue a publishing deal if you're in a position to do so. But if you're not, use one of those services. Then distribution, make sure you're set up with a distribution company, and then sound exchange. So that'll cover you. And then lastly, kind of the wild card is the SAG, uh, SAG AFTRA fund. And walk through that, go through each one, take a look at these websites. If you have questions, let me know. But this, these are the, going to be the cornerstones of your foundation. Now, there are other royalties that can be out there for you that I didn't talk about today, such as neighboring rights or uh, there's other types of royalties uh, globally that you can get. But again, didn't talk about them today because it was just about the core areas right now that you can go to and you can do this on your own independently. So make sure you walk through the checklist and that you're covered on all those areas. If you're confused about any of this stuff still, no worries at all. I totally get it. This stuff can be really confusing and it's fragmented as it is that you have to go to all these different places to collect all these different royalties. But reach out to me. I'm happy to walk you through it. I'll be doing, like I said, webinars, tutorials, or you want to book a coaching session with me and go over this in person. Let's do it. I'm here for you guys. And um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll lock it in. So make sure you're covered, build your foundation. And again, just to recap, if you want to apply for any of the financial support, please go to paidinfullpodcast.com and I'll fill out a form I have there. And if you want to donate and support the cause, then you can do that as well. Um, give a dollar, give 25 cents, give a thousand dollars, whatever you want. Um, it's all, all treated as a gift. And, uh, one thing you should know, I'm not a 501 C three organization, uh, meaning I'm not a nonprofit and your donation won't be tax deductible, but that's okay. Giving is giving. Doesn't always have to be tax deductible. Just if you want to participate, please, we, we would appreciate it. Be super generous of you. And, uh, we're grateful. So again, Thank you guys for listening um, and supporting the platform. I appreciate it and uh, we'll keep this going. And again, if you have any questions, feel free to DM me, reach out to me through the website, paidinfullpodcast.com. And until then, I will see you guys on the next episode.